This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earle. 2022 is drawing to a close, and I want to take a moment to reflect on the last year, and I hope you will take a moment to do so with me. And what I want us to think about is what was right and what was wrong. Essentially, our successes and failures over the last 12 months. And not just successes and failures in a worldly sense, although that can be productive, but I'm thinking about our successes and failures in a spiritual sense, which admittedly leads to them in a worldly sense. But I'm talking about what we have done that was right in God's eyes and what we haven't. And I know, I know, our today our culture doesn't like to think about negative things. We have been taught and are teaching our children to only think about the positive. But really, that is just not reality. And I firmly believe that this is part of the reason we have so many issues with mental health and anxiety. If we look at our negatives, and if we look at how we can be better, we will be better. But I digress. Personally, as I reflect... I think about the successes that I have had teaching Bible classes, doing this podcast, doing my daily Bible reading, and how I have worn the name of Christ overall. On the flip side, I reflect on some of the parenting situations that I didn't deal with in the best way, some conversations at work that I should have handled differently, not always making the time to have a real study session in God's Word, and things like that. I'm not saying these things so that you can look at me as an example per se, but I'm saying these things to help you to think about what you have done overall and what was good and what is bad. So this year, I'm going to make a list and I want you to do this with me. Think of it maybe a little bit like homework and you don't need to share the list with anyone. This is for your own personal use. But let's think of the top five things that we can do better in the coming year that maybe we were not successful with this year. Or maybe we were, but maybe we want to be even more successful with in the coming year. Let's write them down and let's put them somewhere that we'll read them often so that we are reminded of what we need to do better. So I will probably tape mine to the bathroom mirror. But you can obviously put yours wherever you want. Maybe a walk-in closet or a desk area. Wherever you will look at it often. So I'm going to share with you guys my five in a moment. But first, I want us to look at a man who made a terrible choice, had to reflect upon that choice, and then make a decision of what he had to do from there. And that man is Peter. And one thing I want to note is that this particular account that we're going to look at is found in all four of the gospel books. So all four of the men who wrote the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, through inspiration of God, thought that this was important to include. So obviously we can learn a lot from this account. So let's start in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 31. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. And Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. 
Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all of the disciples. So this conversation took place before the betrayal of, Jude, that, of Judas that led to the crucifixion of Christ. Jesus had told them already that he would have to die and that one of the twelve would be the one to betray him. I find it interesting to note here that he spoke of Judas's betrayal separately than what he said to the apostles in verse 31. There he said that they would all be made to stumble. But before that, he had said that one of the apostles would betray him. There is a big difference between those two things. Peter, though, was adamant that he would be not be made to stumble. Even if everyone else stumbled, Peter said that he would not. And Jesus then told him that he would deny him three times. And again, Peter insisted that he would never do that. Fast forward to verse 69, past the betrayal, past Jesus being taken into custody. Verse 69, now Peter sat outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And a little later those who stood by came up and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed, and Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. While this story is sad, it is also one that we can learn much from. I've already said that. While Peter messed up big, he also repented big. The Bible tells us that he wept bitterly. I personally picture a big, ugly sobs here because he had denied Christ, his master, his friend, and his savior. He reflected upon what he had done, and he made it right. He stood by the cross as Christ hung there and gave up his life. He ran to the tomb when he heard that Christ was not there anymore. He was with Christ after his resurrection. He was with Christ at his ascension. And in Acts 2, he delivered a very important gospel sermon, accusing a huge group of people of murder, convincing them of their sin, and helping to baptize 3,000 of them into the body of Christ. So... As we look back on how we conducted ourselves over the last year, if we have sin, first we need to fix it, but then we need to start anew and do better. If we have successes, we need to continue on with those successes, but also think about ways to make them even more successful. And as promised, here's my list of five things I'm going to do to work harder on over the next year. Obviously, your list will be different than mine. Maybe one or two of the things might be the same, but make your own list. Think about your own life and your own successes and failures and make your own list to help you to do better in the new year. But here's mine. Number one, I want to make more time for real study in God's word. This isn't simply daily Bible reading. This is taking notes, cross-referencing passages, breaking down passages, and taking all of the tidbits that might be missed with simple reading. 
Number two, I want to do better with podcasting. You know, this was on my list last year too, and I did great until about August. I had some personal things come up and I fell off the bandwagon and have been sporadic since that time. I want to try again to do a podcast every single week. Number three, I want to be a better parent. There are times when I have had to go to my daughter and tell her that I am sorry for the way that I handled certain things. I need to stop and think more instead of doing just those knee-jerk reactions that I am used to doing sometimes. Number four, think about others. I need to step it up when thinking about others. I help others when I see an opportunity, but I need to call others more to see how they are doing. I could take food to people who are sick more, send more cards. All of these things um, are things that I should be doing better with, and I need to try that in the new year. And then number five, and this one is kind of the most important in my mind of what I need to do better in the new year, but it's love deeper. You know, sometimes I feel myself pulling away from others because they might not like me or because I am turned off by some part of their character. I'm not saying that I want to be best friends with everyone, but I do want to build deeper relationships with people. I want to overlook things that don't really matter, and I want to love people deeper because Christ died for them all, giving everyone importance. At every new year over the past few years, I have picked a word to meditate on over the next 12 months, and it is a word that I choose because of my reflections on those past 12 months. My word for 2023 is self-control. All of the things on my list involve self-control. So next week, we will be talking more about self-control, why it is my word, and why you might want to choose a word for yourself also. Until then, have a wonderful week, have a wonderful holiday. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.